It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 124. The creature from the pit. He's down there. Uh, it's an unfortunate looking creature, but he's in the pit. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, David? The TARDIS has been working properly and capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a resulting reaction. It's fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. I, I am, as always, oh, I screwed it up again. Uh, your your co-host, Eric. Hello. Uh, and, uh, and and with me is... <laughs> how do I... Do you just come we, in and then say, I'm just, Dan. I right? always awkwardly it's, have to jump in because you start saying things about, like, hey, and I'm also... Guys... Should I, I put know. in Shit's the weird. 14... The fourteen different uh, takes that we took to get to this yeah, point, no, this, Dan. How keep are, it all Dan, in. Who cares? No one cares. No one cares about <laughs> no the stupid cares. intro. Uh, how have you? I, oh, Dan, you do, but no one else does. How, do, how have you no. been, um, Dan? I care about or the art. Been... That's the that's the oh. thing. Oh, the art. <sighs> the art of the podcast, Eric. I've been fine. It is we're we're up in Vermont. It is zero degrees Fahrenheit. Which is negative one thousand Celsius, I think, for all of our our friends in Europe. It is unbearably cold here. How are you cold. in New Jersey? Did you get buried under three feet of snow? I did. We got at least a foot uh, in the you know, in everywhere. Hours. And then with the drips and stuff, it was like two feet and stuff. I'm tired of shoveling and snow blowing. Um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it, we didn't lose power or anything, which was good. But, yeah, we have a lot yeah. of snow here in New Jersey for those following uh, along at home with their maps. Everyone listening to this, shout out what the weather's like where you are. Yeah, where are you at? Oh. Where are you at, Dan? Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Do we want to just jump that? into Creature there... from the Pit? I've got Kinda. things to talk about. I've got things to say. Uh, about this story? Well, for one thing, um, I have started yeah. a uh, way for people to give me money, <laughs> which is one of those lo-fis or co-fis or I don't know what it is. You could just uh, find my link on uh, <laughs> Twitter for it. Uh, but the reason why I was bringing that up is it's similar to like Patreon or something where people can right. give money. You like the comics I write. You like this podcast. But they had, like, something in there, like, Patreon, where you can do, like, uh, member-only content. And right. so I was thinking, like, Dan, you and I are constantly talking about Dune. Uh, recently, I've been rereading Sandman, and we've talked As on the side, I. like, Ooh. oh, maybe we'll do a Sandman uh, podcast. And then I was thinking, well... Maybe we should do something like that, where people pay, 
and then we do <laughs> things like that, right? So you pay like three bucks a month or whatever it is, and so then you they can pay us amount of money, and then yes. they tell us what to do. Um, is this well? I don't like fans, that. Right? No, hold oh, on. Wait, no, okay. Pump Sorry. the brakes. I don't want anyone telling me what to review. We're going to review <laughs> interesting, cool stuff, but let's not open it up to the masses. I don't want to be watching Red Dwarf for like eight years. Um, not that I'm sure it's Speaking fine. Of which I bet it's great. Blake Seven, just like people have been mentioning so many right, times. Right, 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 like, right. Anyway, just a thing. So I'm just curious to know. If listeners Basically, would be interested in something like that, or if they're like, no thanks, there's a thousand different things I can listen to for free, that's don't right. do it. You know, That's my guess. Because we, that, we that have, is, uh, I am reading Sandman, and uh, Dan is probably reading Sandman, and we're, I am re- we are considering doing something with Sandman. Well, because we're very excited, both of us, for the Netflix adaptation of it. Yes. I've been waiting for a filmic version in some form of Sandman since... It Since you did ended. that thing with the hand puppets in uh, <laughs> right. 1998. Which, what I did on the VHS <laughs> tape. Yeah, yeah. It, it did not go viral. There was not such a thing. I'm destiny. I'm desire. It was good, though. It was very it was They very had the good. same voice. They had the same voice, which was really nice. Well, they um, are twins. Two only... sides of the same coin. Dan, I'm standing do... in your gallery with Wait, this sock puppet, and I want to talk to you. What? Destiny and Desire aren't twins. No, I'm sorry, not Destiny and Desire. Uh, yeah, poor Destiny's walking around with his uh, despair. Book is it despair? Wander despair, despair and, desire? and Desire. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. See, Jeez. now these are the this kind is of the kind of stuff you, you get on the for. on the podcast. Uh, anyway, uh, long stories oh, or too late. Long. Um, let us know if that's something, and it doesn't have to obviously have to be uh, Sandman. We Dune. We certainly could do a deep dive into Dune. Uh, Twin Peaks, we could do a very deep Doom dive into any of those. I think it's a really nice things. idea that we could do kind of self-contained one or two episode kind of reviews of, of a topic. Yeah. Maybe return back to – I mean, Sandman is huge and long. So is you know, Twin Peaks is like this long uh, epic over basically two seasons. We could just do a couple of – couple of those that might be fun I, sure. i'd be into it I and this show it. let's figure it out yeah and then this we'll show this is oh this show is always going to be free always. uh that's not changing or anything we're literally mm. just thinking of uh things to do and by the way i did post that ko-fi whatever and i did get uh people giving me money and so thank you because i know uh some of you are actually listening because they're doctor who show fans uh, not my other fans on Twitter, which could uh, care if I you know, wouldn't care if I, I was alive or dead. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's it. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, that's awesome. Because I would love We're to talk about, about Sandman. Sandman, I think, is my favorite comic, and I it's one of those ones well, I Eric, read. It's my third reading now. There's very few comics away. that I read multiple times. You're giving this away for free. This is this is the content people. This is behind the paywall. Right. This is paywall. <laughs> Welcome to a peek behind the paywall. Or we can just do. Ooh. Yeah. And Dan, Dan said maybe we would open it up. And I, I, I was, I pushed hard back against that. Maybe I would be opening it up to like we put a poll up, and then people yeah. vote, and then we do one of those things because there are yeah, yeah. probably you know whatever. Anyway, ideas, Dan. But we're not here to talk about that really. We're here to talk about what? The no. fact that Goblin is still for sale right now on That's uh, what we're here to talk about. Yeah, realmofgoblin.com. This is what you get Wait, because you... we're not talking about Anchor or whatever or uh, uh, HelloFresh or Blue Apron. 
These are our ads. Our ads are for the things that Eric creates, which is fine. I like it better. He gets a cut of it. Uh, The show gets a cut. Uh, Eric, I just have to ask, did you print out your notes for this episode? I did. I printed out my notes. What the heck was that? By the way, and I also want to say something. We did receive a critique (laughs) from a user that we make too much noise. I've already, I've been trying to stop. I'm bad with it. My dogs are always going off. I hit, I'm trying not to hit the mic. I tap Mm -hmm. when I'm looking stuff up. Yep. So I made a concerted effort to print my notes instead of searching oh, for them. Or, did it. So I did that. You're, and already so nice. I've made multiple notes. Like you were talking oh, before yeah. and I was like hitting things or I'm clicking my mouse and it's as loud. So uh, I am trying to not make as much mic noise because it is irritating to uh, people that are listening. So we are, if nothing, uh, nothing. trying to, to do better. Yeah, so I printed out my notes, and I've got a few notes on this because I have a lot to say about uh, the creature from the pit. So do you well, have anything uh, to add before we uh, creatures are pits? No, I think we should jump into the pit with abandon, uh, just like uh, the fourth doctor did. We should jump into someone's van. Uh, all right, yes, yes, let's yes. jump in randomly, yes. just jump into the pit like jump the in. doctor. Let's just jump. Hit that button, Dan. What's down there? Something's weird. I don't think I should be down here with you. Doctor, I've been cleaning out number four hold. You've got the most awful lot of junk in there. Something terribly exciting is about to happen. Oh, really? What? Mr. McGregor. Who? Mr. McGregor. He's chasing Peter Rabbit. He's got a sin. He's going to pop it on top of Peter. Don't worry. He'll wriggle out, lose his jacket, and hop into a watering can. Bless you. Junk? Did you say junk? I don't carry junk. What do you call this lot, then? That's extremely valuable equipment. Noble strip. Give that to me. Come on, give it to me. To the doctor, a souvenir with laughing thanks for all his help with the Minotaur. Theseus and Ariadne. Yes. If I hadn't produced that ball of string to find a way out of the labyrinth, they were going to unravel my scarf, the rest All right, but what can you possibly do with the old jawbone of an ass? All right, this is The Creature from the Pit, Dan. This is the third serial from the 17th season, lucky number 17. You know, that was like the time when it was like everyone was hit, a lot of bangers uh, in season 17. Honestly, I can't remember what other episodes are in, uh, serials are in season 17. This is written by David Fisher. We've seen him before. Directed by Christopher Barry, another name we've seen many times. Uh, the Doctor, Romana, and K-9 receive what they think is a distress signal and find themselves on a super green planet of weed balls and weirder ladies. After discovering a large egg, they find themselves at the mercy of Lady Estrada. Is it Estrada? Eric Estrada's wife? Or is it Ad- It's Eric Estrada's wife. Okay. Uh, who runs her kingdom with an iron fist, which is hard to come by on this planet, as it were. Uh, that's no uh, minor flex. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, will the Doctor survive the matriarchy? And who will return the emasculated men, their member, that one of the ladies threw down the well? Uh, Dan, what did you think of... Oh, I didn't say what year this was. 1979, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Uh, uh, Dan, what I did you think you... of Creature from the Pet? Was I right? 1979? Yeah, 1979. Yes. Nailed it. Yes. Uh... I, I actually really enjoyed this story a lot. I it was just so much fun. I I love that. Uh, of course, I love Tom Baker. Uh, I love Romana too. Uh, Lala's wonderful in this. 
Um, I, I didn't know at the time, and someone pointed this on Twitter, and then I, I read this as well, that this was the first story she re- she performed in as Romana. Um, but this was where does this not chronologically fall the first, this is not chronologically, chronologically the first story. Um, do you know so what see, came like, before this? Armageddon Factor came before this. As though these titles mean anything to me. Well, Armageddon five, Factor was this. that the last episode of Key to Key to Time? Because that's Ramada One, right? The Key Party of Time. Um, well, it couldn't be because if it's she fine. Was, go on um, with your go on fun. with your thing. This is when I, I would be typing like mad. Getting Go ahead thing, and, and now I'm people, like, no, no, people like it. People okay. like it when you type. It's totally fine. Um, anyway, so, but apparently the the, the story was written for uh, the original Romana, so it's not quite keeping the, the character of Romana two hasn't really been established to differentiate her from the first. Anyway, so what did I think of the story? Yeah, um, just to, to interject was, here because I just please. muted my, my. I realized, oh, I could just mute my you mic. Just mute yourself. Uh, the City of Death in. The release schedule aired before this story, which is a classic Romana two story, not what you had said. So, oh, I'm sorry, I was looking at the production order. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So that was her first one shot, but not the first one aired. And City of Death was was so fun too. Yeah. Anyway, so she's trying to get her figure out her footing. It's which is interesting because she's such in this story. She's so commanding and imperious in a way like she goes and sees the bandits and she's like you know tied up and at knife point and she basically just talks her way out of it by telling them to sit down like she just has this commanding presence anyway overall let's do the high notes beautifully shot story especially the exteriors i thought it looked wonderful camera angles were very cool production design looked great i thought the weed wolves wolf weeds weed balls looked terrific. I mean, I thought they were triples at first, but the way that they like, I mean, it's, it looks like it was probably a pretty, pretty simple effect, but it was effective. It, it looked really cool. Um, the, the creature itself mm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to talk more about that in a minute, but it was interesting. I like the concept of the creature itself. It is nice to have non-humanoid aliens, um, in these stories, uh, as opposed to something like a, a Star Trek where almost everyone is a humanoid of some form. And it's just, I mean, I know they explain it in the canon of Star Trek and everything. But still, um, <clears throat> so I, I, I like that it was a big swing. Um, whether it was effective in every way, let's talk about that. Uh, the side characters were terrific. Um, I mean, everyone, you know, from um, Adstra, Adrasta, that's what, Adrasta, Lady Adrasta. Um she was just a lot of fun. If she had a mustache, she, she would she would have been twirl, twirling it the entire time. Um, Corella, her uh, her kind of uh, I don't know number number one. She was also fantastic. I don't know. It was a fun story. the The bandits were fun. I know there's some some maybe uh, characterizations of them that are less than flattering, but you know whatever. Uh, it was it was a good story. Eric, what did you think of this? And then we can dive into the particulars because I'm just rambling right now. Oh sure, sure. Dan, what did you think? Did you think I liked this or not like this? I think you liked it because Tom Baker and Lala Ward together are so charming. Yeah, no, of course I liked it. What are you, a monster? This was like I'm a creature. Instantly, this is my this is my special place. Uh, (laughs) You're opening up on a planet of like witches, you know, 
running things and throwing someone into a pit, and it's yeah. very uh, moody and foggy. And I love fantasy Doctor Who. Like I like fantasy mm-hmm. in general, but I love like fairy tales. Like that is a trope that I love. And you've got like the evil queen. Uh, with Lady Estrada, and she's got a woodsman or a huntsman or whatever that's like doing her bit. So it's very much like a fairy tale. Even Ramana is dressed in like a, well, first she's dressed like a candy striper for some reason. Uh, but then sure. when she takes off her candy striper outfit, she's in like that white dress. It's very much like a fantasy type story or a fairy tale. I thought it was one of the most imaginative stories uh, that we've had in so long i would put this probably as one of my favorite doctor who stories across everything um because it's just so interesting you get like it's full of mystery like you don't really know what's going on i mean not in a bad way like you you find like a a, sorry i'm slamming my fingers into the mic you you find like the shell that the doctors like it's an eggshell but then they make comments about how that how it's weaved you have things like plant life that's sentient that you can control like the weed wolves which is just a cool name uh all of the cast is great uh the doctor's lines are all very funny about you know introducing her to geraniums and all that kind of stuff yeah everything has like a fog to it um, the whole idea of like a creature that doesn't have form and it can only talk through, uh, you know, using someone else's larynx, like all of the ideas are just felt very unique and very creative and just really kind of cool. So I, I thought it was awesome. I don't know if people like the story or not like can this I, story, but I loved, every, I loved every, and I thought Lady Estrada was great. And I thought Betty Davis her yes, science, I didn't know. I don't really Absolutely. know what her deal was, but every, like, and even just the idea that you have a planet that where metal is so valuable, and just like right. looking that as a form of currency and everything, I just loved it. I loved all of it. Um, Can I say something real quick? Yes, we got to point this out. We've both gone on about what we liked about the story. Okay, I can tell you what I don't like. Great. We do, no, no, no. Oh. neither of us mentioned K nine once. Now, <clears throat> in, in the few minutes so far. Yeah. I think that's really telling. Well, there's so much time spent just, re- just people calling him Tin and him saying I'm not Tin. Um, I would say K-9 is not, was not needed. I don't, you know, they carry him most of the time. Yeah. Every once in a while he comes over and just knocks someone out or whatever. He's a sentient laser yeah. gun. Like, that's that's what his purpose is in the story. And I know that there, you know, it's a different uh, person voicing K-9. Yes. I hate this voice yeah i'm not a fan of this i don't like the i don't like the voice itself i don't like the uh kind of personality that they're that they're projecting with him at all it just it was so jarring i wasn't expecting this i didn't realize that there had been a time uh when it was voiced by a different actor apparently i had to read this up because i had no idea when i when i first heard the voice i was like what is going on so i had to look this up but then they Um, go back to the original canine voice okay because we watched canine and company and it wasn't this actor correct so here's here's what i believe this is from wikipedia uh the fourth doctor found the canine had contracted laryngitis and has lost his voice due to something that happened in a previous story canine was left in the tardis while the doctor and romana two battled the daleks and davros and destiny of the uh, daleks uh, during a later adventure, he remained uh, patiently in the TARDIS, which would imply that his voice had not yet returned. 
Uh, after his voice returned, it sounded quite different. It remained so for a while, starting at the creature, creature from the Pit, uh, before the familiar voice returned in the Leisure Hive. Leisure Hive. Yeah. So I don't know what the... I couldn't find what the background was, why this... The original voice actor had to leave and then come back. I don't know what was going on there, but I... And I'm sorry that we didn't do that research. I just know that I could. It's not fine. Stand I, it I agree with you. I didn't. I didn't like horrible. The, like the voice, distracting. Right. Just. I'm sorry. That was the that, only thing I really didn't like. Otherwise, I, I would agree I with really love this story. I would say like what I don't like. So highly, highly creative, great cast, yep. really great mystery, really interesting. Film, All those things are production positive. design. Film negatives. Was great. I would say you mentioned it. The creature design is. Very phallic, <laughs> yeah. Like, especially when you first see it, and it's like, yes. oh my god! And then the whole idea of like a matriarchy, and then this thing that's hidden in the thing. Whatever you want to read <laughs> into that, you can read into that. Sure. Uh, that was weak, and I thought the last episode gets a little. There's like a lot of exposition, and it, yes. you have like a natural like story progression that feels like it peaks way earlier, and then you go into this secondary. Uh, thing where the the creature has called put a beacon through and now the yes they're, they're coming and then there's a star coming or a uh, a collapsing star or something that yep. they put an aluminum uh case around and then yep okay i'm mean, like that part feels like like we didn't really need it like I, it would have been more interesting just to have ended a little maybe a little bit earlier it's fine Absolutely. it was still good like it, it was just it was the weaker part of what i thought was a very good for Partner. Yeah, it, it kind of ruined the flow. As as we were watching that, I wrote in my notes in the fourth episode, we're we're ten minutes in and it feels like it's over, but we still have all this time left. And I like it just I don't know, if they had kind of planted some of those seeds earlier or something so it felt like it was connected, but it really felt like, oh, here's the entire story and it's wrapped up in uh three and the third episode. And then we have this little bonus part at the end that just felt totally yeah. disconnected. I will say though, I mean, it was it was still like you said, it was still fun. It was still worthwhile. But it's still like it interesting, like like even the stuff that is played out. It's not an invading army of X. It's a neutron right. star that's gonna just wipe, destroy the whole yeah you know, solar galaxy system. or whatever or yeah. the you know, solar system that they're in, like. Did, yeah. All the ideas were very cool. Like it, I just found it very, very you know clever and creative and everything. Absolutely. And what's also the egg is a spacecraft, which right. made me immediately think of Mork and Mindy. Which that show Absolutely. was from seventy eight, and this is seventy nine. So it's just kind of interesting to see, like, okay, this the eggs as spacecraft. Um, whether or not the it's actually connected reason. to that or not, I was like, "Oh, look at that!" You know, because I was a as yeah. a kid, I was very into Mork and Mindy. Who wasn't? Who wasn't? Uh, that I isn't was... you know, not in their forties at this point. <laughs> if you're right? in your forties, you loved it. <laughs> um, it. It's good. I mean, it was so good. And you already mentioned Ramana too, so I just want to piggyback yes. on what you said because I love to piggyback. That's my thing. Uh, piggyback '86 was one of my best albums. No, uh, yeah. Romana two. Every all of her characterizations great. She's she's caught by those guy uh, guys like you were saying, and then she the she fans. tricks them. She uses her intellect. She gets them to blow the whistle. A lot of blowing mm-hmm. in this, uh, which I guess we'll get to. Yep. She blows the whistle that gets K nine to come. So her whole characterization was great. 
Tom Baker was in great form with all of his, Absolutely. like, even just like saying, just to, to, talking to himself about like stands to reason and how <laughs> he doesn't like that expression. And it should be lies down to reason. Like there was, just, and, and the Tibetan gag, like it, oh, it goes to like this slapstick absurd level of humor a lot, but it Absolutely. works. Like it never like take took me out of it like when he's 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 trying to figure out how to scale his way out of the pit i guess we got to ask ourselves why did he jump in the pit because he jumps in the pit but then it doesn't seem like he has anything to do when he's in the pit he's instantly tries to figure out how to get back out of the pit and he's reading the book he doesn't speak tibetan and i think he just wanted to get he needed to get away because he was in imminent danger but what about ramon is up there she's still in the same amount of danger (laughs) i guess so it was well no 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 that was that was kind of revealed later he she's um lady uh says now you're the valuable one because he's gone, and you know how to you know, I operate guess. this. So he's thinking, he's so playing he, chess. I think the doctor realized she'd be safe. He could jump down there. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. He pulls out the, the book, and it's one of those, like, I don't know. I don't really – I guess the, this doctor does this a, a number of times, just like the pockets full of stuff. Um, but he has the, the book Everest in Easy Stages. Oh, it's in Tibetan. Yeah, Teach yourself and, Tibetan. And he starts right, – And then he's, like, mouthing, mouthing the words. Gag. Which is also, like, nearly like Adam West – Batman yes. type joke, yes. um, but it, it still it still worked. I thought. I wonder. I, I don't expect an answer to this, but I you know, this is the era where Douglas Adams is the script supervisor. He didn't write the story. Uh, David Fisher did. I just wonder how much of his humor of this yeah. is is Douglas Adams coming in there doing like I. You know, is it is it punch up or is it just you know script notes and asking um, you know the the actual writer the credited writer David Fisher to to kind of make some changes or did he actually insert stuff because it really it's funny like, when it, you have tom baker and douglas yeah. adams together the, tom baker doing douglas adams humor is just priceless it's so much fun and, yeah. but it's not just the dialogue too i mean there's there's a lot of slapstick going in here in physical comedy the doctor's you know in the uh what do you want to call it like a stockade kind of thing he's got yes, he's got the yes, around yes. his arms and and he he and lala do this little uh little business where he's like turning back and she's ducking and he turns back around. She ducks again. Like it's just, they do a lot of stuff like that. It's cute. And it works so well. And they do that later too. When she's carrying, uh, Lala's carrying canine and lady Estrada is like, point that thing at the, the wall. And the doctor's like, your hair's messed up. And then she's like, well, I can't do anything. And then he gets the mirror out in order for canine to do the, the bank shot, uh, to get rid of it. But uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the fun two too. of them have great chemistry together. Well, there's even from the very beginning, they're in the TARDIS in the first episode, and it, this is another one of these like, like you're saying, these little uh, verbal like flourishes are just like it's just fun. Where um, Romana pulls out this you know huge crate of junk, <laughs> and the doctor's like, "This isn't junk. This is useless material." Well, what's this? Oh, this is for blah blah blah. Oh, what's this? Oh, this is really important. It's for blah. blah. What's this? Oh, that's just junk. And but he like stuffs up in his pockets. It's yeah, just yeah. like they set that whole thing up later. It's just delightful. Yeah, there's so I, many. Fun, like one, another funny thing that was that cracked me up was uh, when Tom Baker is in the pit. So I think at, by that point he's with Aragon, uh, the seer guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he walks up to the creature. He was great. Yeah, he was really yeah. great. Walks up to the creature and he just does this wave. He's just like, oh hi. <laughs> like he just waves at the creature. <laughs> it's just yes. this, like very quick. <laughs> yeah gag but it's so funny 
I don't know. Yeah. I liked him. What uh, the other thing like there's so like this is a matriarchal society. So we usually yeah. don't get a lot of female actresses in these shows and right. the fact that most of the scenes take place with just all women actresses. All women. I mean, you could look at and then it's like, well, I mean, <clears throat> It's a matriarchal society that's corrupt, and it's not righted until the men are in charge at the end. Uh, like, you know, that's kind of what happens. Like, you have yeah, uh, Oregon, and then you have the Huntsman, and then they're going to make things right. You're right. Whatever. Yeah, that's that me sucks. adding my own No, 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 you're uh, right, though. But it. not but only like, is it all, it's all women, they also pass the Bechtel test. Of oh, they do? Yeah, like, 100%. You have it's, conversations it's actually, with Romana and Estrada, or Estrada and Betty Davis, and it's all good. <laughs> I love that you call her Betty Davis because that when she at the end goes to the bandits and tries to scheme with them to gain power, yes. she absolutely looked like Betty. The, the arched eyebrow, everything about her, it was just wonderful. I loved her. Uh, yeah, all yeah. of them were great. And there's even like, again, I don't like these like simple weird gags that don't really, you know, why are they there? Why are they not there? There's just one part fun. where there's like a guard asleep on the throne. For some reason. Yeah. And then he gets caught sleeping on the throne. It just, like, doesn't have to be there, but it just adds this weird kind of, like, absurd element to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah, I yeah. liked a lot. I feel the same. I mean, so there's this whole – there's a whole separate business with the bandits. Um, yeah. So, they, like they're you the, said, in the right. story, there's – you know, there's, this is a planet overgrown with vegetation to the point where they can't even, like, build cities and they can't do anything because they're so low on – they have – so little in terms of minerals for metal. Right, there's no metal, right, anywhere. And the only or there must have been the because entire, it's very rare. The only mine on the entire planet was owned by uh, Lady Adrasta, and that become, caused her to become corrupt because she helped, it's her whole hold on power. Mm-hmm. But the, so you have these bandits that are going They were also fun, too. Now, okay, someone on uh, one of our listeners on Twitter did mention like it is somewhat uh, possibly anti-Semitic characterizations. You could definitely read it that way. I didn't so much until I saw that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." But I, I didn't read it that way. It's just the, the overall avarice of them. Um, I especially their, uh, I guess, not really leader, but the guy who styles himself as the leader yeah. every time he's saying like, "I'm going to be rich. Right. We're, We're going to be, be rich." rich. Right, right, like, right. That was it. Was so fun. Um, <laughs> like they go, they go up to the, <laughs> they they realize that. Uh, Lady Adrasta and her her army are going to be busy uh, somewhere separate. So let's go try to storm the castle now and and pilfer it. And the way he has to like talk one of the other guys through it, um, and you can just see like it's just this. It's just fun. It's just like these little bits of like characterizations of these very minor characters that don't need to go anywhere. They don't like you said earlier. They don't need to be there. They're just there for fun. It's just it's great. I really enjoyed. Yeah, I like so much of that. I was definitely uh, uh, the other thing with the doctor worth mentioning is it's like lot lots of this particular story are just mo- like juxtaposing like different things next to each other and so you have like the doctor being all stoic and he's going to go up and 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 confront the creature and it's this like heroic moment and then instantly the freaking creature is on his scarf which is causing him to fall. And, like, there's, like, this goofy moment. Like, everything is just constantly undercut. Well, undercut's the wrong word. Um, it's usually met with humor. Um, right. It never takes itself too seriously, but at the same time, it doesn't become a parody of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. It, it doesn't... Right, it could very easily just become one gag after another or or 
whatever. But it didn't. It, it still right. Had there's a still like story. a sense of menace to it. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't ever become a complete joke, but it just works very well. Plus, you get a little Absolutely. tale of Peter Rabbit being read. That little exchange was very cute. Yeah, yeah that's, that was, the, that's that was how it's kind of fun. Uh, and what's the deal with mean... K9 being tin? Like, I've seen people constantly refer to him as the tin dog or whatever. But they right. make a point of saying he's not tin, and K9's like, I am not tin. So what is all of that? And why did they keep calling him tin? And why do I see other people refer to him as tin, tin dog? I think there's even a podcast called the Tin Dog Podcast or something. Right, right. So what? What? Why is that a thing? I don't know. I don't understand that. I didn't understand that whole thing. I guess it was like an insult to call him Tin. Right? I don't know. Sure. I I wish I could tell you as well. I it feels like there was was there like a, a uh, an old comic strip that was something like that. No, I'm thinking of Tin Tin. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from and why they kept doing it. Who cares? It just kept doing it. Yeah, it happens. Um, it happens a few times. Canine again. Like you said it before. Like he's got to get carried. Uh, at a point, yeah. several points. He must be very light. Yep. Not a very, must you know, be. doesn't seem like well, he's causes Ramana's much of a very strong. Ramana works out. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot else to talk about this. Well, I mean, we didn't talk about the is... doctor performing whatever the doctor is performing on the monster that you had. So he's there with the creature. So, am I am I mistaken? When we first see the full creature kind of revealed, he goes he goes into the tunnel where the creature is kind of living. After he, um, you know, he's talking to the seer, he goes off, and, and that isn't it shot so it's massive. Like he is very small, and this thing like almost takes up an entire room. It's yeah, because it, later creature. on there's a scene where the creature is like pushing itself through a doorway, and you could see and it's you just see... bulging, and you only can see a portion. Of but you creature. see a window behind it, and you see the rest of its body yeah, up it's, there. Yeah, it's very big. Which is great. So, it's, so I love, that's what I was saying. I love this idea that they you know, went for this. this. It's an idea where this is just this massive creature. And they said, you know, when this, this egg, that, theorizing that it was an egg, um, the creature that would have laid it would have had, a, have if it was a bird, had a, a wingspan of a mile wide. So this creature is just massive. And at the end of, it's the end of episode two or three where this happens, the doctor kind of runs at the creature, and it like smothers him like that was the cliffhanger is like it was kind of rolling over him but and then they yeah, come back to the i can't next remember if that was a cliffhanger he's like, yes he's not even like covered in slime or anything like is that slug, when he but... was near the shells pieces that turned out that's where the yes. hyperdrive was or something was, that he yeah. he then drags away with his scarf a scarf yeah uh that part was a little like okay but wow. I did like the idea. So the doctor's trying to figure out how am I supposed to speak to this creature. And, and he does, like, this is all him for minutes on end just talking to a plastic bag. But he has all these yeah. little jokes about, like, not having a mouth and how am I going to, oh, that's a stupid idea. How, how, could I, how can you make a promise? You can't even speak. Um, but just trying to figure out how he's supposed to speak to it as a telepathy and he puts his head up against it. Yeah, to try he's, to talk like, to it. And, uh, petting and it and everything. And, then and that's when he pulls, it. you know, grabs <laughs> its stalk. <laughs> And tries to speak into it. Yeah, it does not it, look. Uh, I could not resist putting <laughs> up the GIF of that uh, as I was watching. I had to stop, pause what I was doing to put up that GIF because I honestly didn't know. That what That is going on one there. way of communicating with something. I mean, that will sure, if you're going to sure. get on some, you know, uh, creatures right good wavelength. good sides. Uh, yes. There's worse th- things that you worse ways to go there. But I thought it was a cool idea. Like you, you mentioned um, that 
through this communicator device that it created, it could utilize uh, some other creature's larynx. I didn't understand, not that I didn't understand, but I thought it was a weird or an odd choice that when the doctor's voice was being used by the creature, the doctor himself wasn't speaking. No one, yeah, no one. You know what I mean? Like, so his mouth is closed and they're all standing next to him and they're not, they're like, you just said that because we heard your voice. And he's like, no, I didn't. But, like, why? Like, they're using his larynx, but doesn't the, the air flow have to come out of the mouth to make the sound? But it's it's coming. Where is it coming out of if not the doctor's open mouth? Like, where are you hearing mentally? Okay, it's fine. I mean, so so you're saying you have a problem with the science of this? I just don't understand, <laughs> like, why they, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're shooting no, that know, scene, why not just have, because we, we've seen that before where you're possessed by something and your mouth is talking, but it's a demon's voice or whatever's voice. It happened, it's happened on Doctor Who certainly right. before. This is kind of the opposite. But it was just strange. Your voice. Yeah, yeah but because their mouth is closed, but you still hear their voice. And I'm guessing it was, it was, for the audience to make it clear to us that this is, yeah. you know, something that's going on. It's not actually... I think or they did not have the dialogue yet, and they had to do, like, a post. <laughs> like, we'll figure it out and post, and we'll come up well, with whatever Well, that's absolutely true, too. That, that could be saying. the case where, yeah, um, instead because they wanted to do it in that, you know, voiceover instead, if it had just been Tom Baker saying the words on set at the time when he's touching the thing, I think it would have been less... It would be more confusing, less interesting. I don't. Know. I, don't know. I thought fine. it worked well. Everyone got everyone got a turn, including uh, Tintin, got to be the voice of the of the creature too. Um, yeah. Anyway, is there? I like that Betty one, Davis just like stabbed story. and straight up murdered someone, and then was like, "Work oh. with me." She just walks up, well, knife in the back, and and these sisterhood they, definitely reminded me of the Bene Gesserits. I gotta say that for sure, obviously. Of um, but yeah, it's fine. I don't. But I feel like we said everything. Not only straight up murders him, yep. but also gives him that line of "Here's six more inches to add yes! to the collection." What which a is great just, line! Was she yeah. standing outside, like thinking about, like, "Oh wait, let me workshop this." It's uh, here's uh, more gold. No, no, it's not. It was great. Just <laughs> delivered perfectly. She was so arch without yeah, being awesome. a parody, like campy, but like just perfect. I, I loved it. Um. I feel like someone called, oh, uh, Lady Adrasta, when he and the doctor is kind of figuring out everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, the creature's explaining the history of what happened to him. Like, how did I get here? I was, you know, coming here as, a, as an ambassador, a trade ambassador. Right. And he's it's just about to explain everything that happened. And the doctor takes his hand off of the communicator. He's like, of course, I should have figured this out myself. It's like, dude, just <laughs> let it finish its sentence because we'd all be in on the same time. But, um... He's explaining all this, and uh, Lady Adrasta says that it's the the ravings of a pathetic space tramp, which I just yeah. thought was a fun uh, description of the Doctor. She was um, really good; like she was a great, wonderful, villain. and a certainly lot of like hand you acting, know. a very big hand actor. Yeah, when she was, he was holding a hand out to touch the communicator, and oh, just just fun, good yeah, times. I liked her a lot. Um, and great makeup, like the dress and the makeup on on the the women that were mm-hmm. running things was, was very yep. interesting. So I, I did mention good. before how much I liked the production design. I thought the the exterior filming looked fantastic. The the sets themselves looked really good. 
But I think that the special effects really let this story down. Obviously, the creature design was creature, yes, problematic. Um, but then also things like at the at the, the last half of the last uh, episode. What are their special the, the effects? Egg sh- the eggshell, the egg ship the egg- taking off. Yeah, boy, did that look horrible. The tractor beam and the whole everything that happened in space just looked terrible. Like all of that was really bad. Yeah, and there's like a lot of like you know things that are just like amping up the stakes like we can't hold the tractor beam for yeah more than a few and like just adding all this stuff and like even the effect that they were doing for that was just like why does it hurt their head to run the tractor beam i don't know it's fine i gravity hurts i don't know yes yeah um yeah so some of that was not awesome oh <laughs> the fact that that it ends with the uh the creature uh proposes a trade agreement with them so they have mm-hmm. the mutually beneficial trade but it gives it to them on a scroll the creature doesn't have hands no. anything at all it's just a scroll the creature well perhaps create, like, the metal scroll pieces. was 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 written out perhaps. by uh one of their kind it having... was handed to them uh, i guess yeah. yeah. i'm anyway, just trying just to silly. look for just some... one of the silly things see you had a problem with the science i had a problem with this i don't uh overall though great story just just loved it. It was good. And and like you don't usually get a creature like that that makes literally no sense. Like, you know, it doesn't have a head, doesn't have a there's no way to talk, and it's got like these weird symbols and it's gotta get this communicator thing. So that was cool. And I like the I like the way that they slowly hinted at because you don't know the story. You think she's just the the foil and she's the bat, but then she mentions this, and you don't know why she wants the creature killed, and then slowly you see the thing in mm-hmm. her office, and then she's talking about the egg, and you, you, it all works. To, it all makes sense at the end. I mean, right. it's like a clear, okay, that's what happened, and that's and all these pieces were needed. So it was just well well executed, I found. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Dan, Dan did you have anything else, or did other people have thoughts on this one the doctor had great boots i wrote that on or i put the doctor's boots why did i write that i don't know the doctor's Doctor's boots boots. all right uh let's see yes we did get some responses for our folks so thank you so much for uh replying on the twitter let me let me find what we said here um keep this all in keep this all in okay oh yeah Uh, so thank you folks Uh, you can always reach us on twitter at t-o-d-w show um i asked you folks what you thought about it and we got some replies dr trisha mcmillan says aside from the overall brilliance that is the fourth doctor the monster is hilarious uh, absolutely i think we covered that pretty clearly uh strange looking creature design uh the world enough in time podcast uh folks said love 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 the realistic jungle filming and lady adrasta the tribe of scavengers feel a bit anti-Semitic. There's the the okay. uh, mention of that. I could definitely see that reading. Um, I didn't at the time, but uh, that's that's cool. Uh, the monster is gloriously silly, um, and they ask, "Have you seen Andy Drew's mock Madame Corella doll merchandise?" Um, Conductor Corella is such a great name. Obviously, sounds like Corella Deville. But yeah. like I wrote that down too. I was like, I'm going to probably steal that name and give someone that name because it was just a great, great name. But what was the mock Macarella what? Yeah, it's a, a Macarella doll merchandise. So check on our timeline there. They posted a, a photo of a uh, <laughs> like a 
packaging for a an action figure. It says oh, it really? includes three wolf weeds. Danger, <laughs> do not swallow. Uh, the Mistress of Wolf Weeds, based on the popular BBC series. Um, the Sinister Corella can bend the will of wolf weeds and make them smother. <laughs> it's so it's so cute. Uh, it says, uh, can Doctor Who resist the potent alien charm of the strange space pensioner? <laughs> so good. Um, definitely one of the better characters. I mean, she kind of did outshine Lady Adrasta uh, at times, but they were both really fantastic uh, uh, characters there so thank you for that uh bernard says ah yes i think tom is pretending it's one of those old air tubes they use to communicate aboard ships in reference to um the tom uh the doctor trying to quote unquote communicate with a creature uh using one of its stalks uh yeah kind of uh interesting there um, Bernard also says, we to see the ethnic stereotypes of the precious metal scavengers, oy vey. So, you know, I guess this is pretty common. Folks uh, feel that the scavengers of the bandits um, could be uh, little anti-Semitic tropes there. Well, that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's obviously, that's not, uh, I did not come to that conclusion. Um, but everyone sort of played as being, like, the sisterhood is absolutely this feels the same way it's just greed um but i would have to watch it again like thinking like like, were there stereotypes or anything used like for they're just no no it's just i mean i think really it's just the 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 greed and uh the merchants but you know it's fine um i like that the, <laughs> i did look up when you said that i went to our own timeline which other people should do and i really want that figure isn't that great? That they have, yeah. Uh, well, Andy Drew's replies, I do a reasonably serious creature from the pit art, too. So if you scroll up there, you'll see another uh, kind of box art cover uh, for the creature of the pit there. So that's pretty fantastic. Uh, Richard Smith says, I love that as I've never watched it, I still have a new classic Doctor Who story to see sometime after almost 50 years of watching the program. Nice. Which is really terrific. That I mean, we're, cool. gonna, we're on 124 We've watched episodes. a lot at this point. We've... And there's still a ton that we won't ever watch. Yeah. Um, and still a ton more that's coming up, which is, is pretty incredible. So, yeah, this is just a, a show with a, a huge legacy. You just have these riches that you can come and discover over time. Um, our friend Paul Paranoid says, uh, this is a bit of a middling story. I believe it was the first one Lala filmed, the idea of recording stories out of transmission sequence to give the actor a chance to acclimate before filming their first. Uh, they did the same with Peter Davison. Um, he says, pause, I like the sets, question mark. Um, so, yeah, I could see why people wouldn't find this to be an uh, overly compelling story, but Eric and I obviously I loved it. Yeah, I was. I would the put this on it. my top. It's so much of it, stories. though. Like we said, it's, it's the writing. It's it's uh, this doctor. It's this Romana. Um works great but all the secondary characters were great too tom tarpey says uh everest in three easy stages it's in tibetan (laughs) teach yourself tibetan (laughs) it's great it's just a great bit uh the combination of tom baker and douglas adams makes this uh makes even the worst episode seven seven, i'm gonna try that again do it the combination of tom baker and douglas adams yep makes even the worst episode of season 17 magic to me you did Uh, it I did it, guys. Yeah. We can all go home now. So I think uh, you're right. Yeah, I, totally. I imagine his influence is very much felt on the script. And I remember, I, I think, when we did City sense. of Death, he had rewritten that script pretty heavily, mm-hmm. too. So I'm sure he had his hands in 
in this as well. Um, Hair of the Hound says, I love wolf weeds. Uh, love with uh, Surrounded by Green Hearts. Uh, message ends. Mm. Very good. Who doesn't love a little love wolf, wolf weed? weed? little wolf weed late at night there. And uh, the, the wolf weeds, like when they attack uh, canine, he's mm. encased in some kind of like cobweb thing. Web. Why? Yeah. Do they... I... That's neither a wolf trait nor a weed trait. <laughs> um, the creature from the pit is able to is like a 3D printer. It's able to sort of create right, right. Uh, very, you know. The tablets and everything, yeah. Yeah, all sorts of stuff, whatever you need. But also the wolf weed, I thought that was like a weird element. That's yeah. fine. And the wolf, yeah, fine. that's fine. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 come on. You deep dive into this <laughs> a little further. I'm like, I'm there's like, literally a, a, a inflatable thing with a long phallic end. And my problem is why <laughs> The like, wolf weeds. Why do the wolf weeds uh, create uh, webbing? But then but, yeah. also, like, the huntsman controlled them with a whip, a bull whip, yes, for some reason, yes. which was kind of yeah. strange, I a guess. Weird. I don't know. Weird. Uh, Robert Gill says, I love how this episode is loaded with all sorts of strange uh, perturbations. Perturbations. I don't know that word, that, but I'm sure that's, it's a that's, word. I'm not smart to be to be to be per- perturbed. Uh, so uh, anxiety and mental uneasiness. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, I was perturbed. No, I wasn't. I, I was thoroughly uh, enthralled instead. Uh, but thank you for the response for that. Thank you everyone who replied to us here. Um, you can obviously check out our uh, timeline after the story airs. Uh, when, well, you're listening to it, so it's already mm-hmm. dropped. It's check out the timeline for the for the gifts that I will we are eventually at be this creating and adding past. to it. Yeah, we're in the future, folks. Um, Eric, yeah, is there anything else we need to talk about here? Because I think no, I think we covered it all. Uh, we talked. It's about... funny with these stories that we like that they just. I know. We don't if have I had as, more as to goof on, here. there wasn't yeah, really no, any fun. anything. Well, obviously, that we could silly. just could keep talking about the fact that the doctor was doing whatever the doctor was doing with that creature and no one on the set was like mm, I don't know if we like, <laughs> like no one brought up the fact that or did they on purpose like well, no we're going to this is going to be a thing because there's women running it above and now we've got the uh we they've they've cut off it's a freudian uh cut off and throw away right isn't that the uh it's a Lorena Bobbitt sort of it's a Lorena Bobbitt thing? situation I don't know I I, I think we so I was, all. I was, I was, was reading excellent. one of the uh, some of the, the uh, Wikipedia entries on this, and apparently someone did call the creature when they first saw it um, uh, syphilic phallus, um, <laughs> okay. which is, is sure. pretty accurate. Um, so I, I don't think it was lost on the crew <laughs> that this is. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Graham Williams called uh, uh, Erato a giant syphilitic. <laughs> syphilitic phallus and the whole crew burst out uh, in laughter upon seeing it uh prompting williams to reprimand them um yes that's that's pretty great it's just such I a bad even if you took away the the oh, phallic oh. nature it was just a bad costume design like it, it was a bad, bad design bad design like what were they, they like, added the know. little arms they added arms to it so it was less of a phallus so there were at least more protuberances instead when it of first just comes one. out you get not only the the, the 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 one the part, doink you get yep. the hanging parts like there's yep. like a thing behind <laughs> yep it absolutely just looks like <laughs> looks like ball sack 
Uh, sorry, folks. Anyway. Hey, this um, is we're just calling them like we see it. I, there's That's no all. other way to see it. Uh, all right. Well, Eric, how can people uh, find you online and maybe even support you? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, you we can go to um, twitter.com slash egrissom. Mm-hmm. Or Instagram.com slash egrissom. And both of those places have my Linktree uh, link, uh, which is also slash egrissom. Big surprise. That's a lot of my stuff is slash egrissom. And from there, you can do the uh, get my newsletter, buy Goblin Graphic Goblin. Novel. Please do. I'm yeah. hard at work on a new book. Which I can't, I guess, officially announce, but I can tell you that it has been approved and it's on. It's in. It's in the works. Uh, so you can figure Woo-hoo! out what that is. Uh, it's probably gonna be another. I won't even say it. I'm not nope, gonna say it because then if I say it, then it won't be. I won't be able to send out an nope. announcement nope. thing. Okay, and then you can also. Yeah, I said buy me a coffee. If you click buy me a coffee, you go to that Ko-Fi thing. Dan and I, if we end up doing it, we'll figure it out. We'll end up, we'll split the money too. Let us know if or you're we'll use the money to buy uh, Tell us on equipment or whatever. Like my mic's got to go. I'm sure he, you know. So we'll use that what? stuff for it's... the show. It won't necessarily just be for me because people will want to support Dan too. No, uh, no, no. We'll we just figure want to support Eric. He's creating out. stuff. Terrific. Let us know what about on, you? on no, Twitter no, what you think. Dan, what, how do people contact you or connect with uh, you? You got at, uh, Dan JNJ on Twitter. That's the best way to do it. And check out the gifts I'm going to be making for the show. I bet they're going to be good, he says, having not made one yet. They, well, they are one. always good. The, Here's the other thing. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this what? out to the people. Nobody That's wants to do free work. Don't let anyone make do. you do free Wait. work. But if you want to do free work, I feel like we need a website that is a giant searchable database of all of your awesome gifts. Because oh the God. stuff that Dan makes is <laughs> is like a drop of sunshine. It's like a drop of sunshine oh, frozen yeah. in amber. Well, that future generations will take his sunshine amber and they will create big giant Dans that'll be uh, on on the Dan Park. And you'll drive through there and go through Dan's species on the ground and be like, this Dan is eating the wrong plant life. And then the power goes out and Dan gets away. I don't, I'm not sure where, where we are. Anyway, I feel like Perfect World, there's a website. You type something in, like a gift hey, search. But all the gifts that are returned are Doctor Who, classic Doctor Who gifts made by Dan because they're great. That's all. I, that is a really good idea. If you you know you have our blessing, if you want to go ahead and do that. You see on Twitter yeah. when we release episodes, I'll I'll post maybe a half a dozen uh, gifts uh, throughout the day there. Uh, but there's more. There's always at least two dozen gifts for each story. Yeah. Those are on there's, the show pages at theolddoctorwhoshow.com. If you go there, you can see this each all the stories that we've reviewed. You can see the gift galleries that started somewhere around like episode. I want to say something like episode 50 or so, we started doing that for Sirius. Um, so you can see all of them yeah. there. Maybe I'll start posting some of them to Giphy. Um, so you can search for the old Doctor Who show. Maybe we'll start po- Oh, I didn't even think that, can, that that's a thing that we could there. probably do. So we'll we'll figure it out. But if you do want to see more of the gifts, that's what they are. Not to belabor the point. It's, it's fine. Those are great. Um, next, Eric, what is the next story we're going to be talking about? He... Muted his I'm trying not. I had muted because I was typing. It was good. And I, 
Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying my best. You're very conscientious, which is nice. uh, so we just did monster or creature from the pit. So the next one is the one that the audience, you people, the listeners demanded we Uh-oh. do a return Uh-oh. to Hartnell. So now it's Uh-oh. officially our last Hartnell story. We thought it was War Machines. Nope. It's Keys of Marinus. So that's what we're doing next. If you're listening to this now, go on BritBox, go to your DVD, go to your God, go to your guru, wherever you need to go, and watch <laughs> the, the Keys Library. of Marinus. Uh, yeah. That's what we're doing next. And please let it be a four-parter. That's all I'll say. What if It's probably going to be a six-parter, let's it's, be honest. It, it's 20 <laughs> parts. <laughs> For some reason, they experimented with a 20-part format. And like Dan said, after you watch it, uh, you can hit up TODW Show on Twitter or TODW Show, honestly, on Instagram. Or email us at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com and let us know what you thought. And then we'll read your feedback uh, at the end. Five-star reviews. We need five-star reviews. Oh, yeah, and leave us a review. We don't care anymore. But if you want to, leave us a review. Leave a review where I still care. What do you mean we don't care? What do you mean we don't care? It's not I like we're going to stop doing care. it if people don't give us reviews. We've been oh, doing that, it don't forever. Don't tell them that. I mean, we're going to stop doing it if you don't give us five-star reviews. We have, like, a pretty good review thing here. We got 62 reviews, uh, 4.8 out of 5. Not bad. You people are nice. Um, um, but we haven't had a review, honestly, in and, a while. Uh, in, since March 29th, 2021. We're going up on a year of no reviews. That's kind of kind of messed That's up pretty sad That's pretty yeah. sad folks so right. yeah Fix so that. anyway now you've got your homework talk yeah, to you so folks. you could i guess you could also leave us a review on spotify or delete your spotify because come on they're gonna pick uh a bunch of anti-vax information over neil young come on people <laughs> can we just Although feel like everything say... is awful like it's just one series of just awful Awful you know, things. It's, it's, it's terrible. A, uh, I, I will say, though, I have a, been doing not a good research, world. and I do think ivermectin might be the... F- okay. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to do a little Joe Rogan real quick. Uh, <laughs> a little Joe Rogan humor. Oh, boy. Right? All right. Enjoy That's your fine. next three weeks until we yes. talk to you next time, folks. Yeah. We love you. Be, be good to each other. Peace. Bye. 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 Left sweet surprise. Her hands are never cold. She's got better days besides. She'll turn her music on you. You won't have to think twice. She's pure as New York snow. She got better days besides. She'll tease you, she'll unease you